everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and Beyond. Yes, we're doing another Daily Book of Positive Quotations by Linda Pacone. Today is June 27th, and the topic of the day, preparedness. The quote is from the one and only Louis Pasteur. In the field of observation, chance favors only the prepared mind. Few people really have all the luck. Most of those we envy have set the stage for their success. They were ready for luck to come along because they studied or saved or watched for opportunities and then seized the moment. We can prepare ourselves for luck as well. In fact, we'd be better off or we may find ourselves out of luck in the long run. How often How often do we hear advice from mental fitness coaches? There's one that comes to mind, Kara Bradley. Go back and take a look at the PTSD and Beyond podcast episodes. And there's an episode by Kara Bradley. And she talks a lot about the the mind-gut relationship as well as visualization and being prepared. Now, I know if you're rolling your eyes right now, there's always critics and people with, you know, there's just people who are going to roll their eyes and say, yeah, you want to know what? If if you can see it, then you can believe it, then you can envision it, and it happens. It doesn't happen that way. First of all, mindset is so key. Yes, we might be afraid of something, but if we are already dismissive, then that dismissive energy will affect the preparedness. If you're already thinking, and it's not it's not dismissive in the sense of I'm afraid I'm going to fail. That's a completely different mindset than it's not going to work because I think this is fucking stupid. Totally different mindset. Totally, totally different. I remember when I was a kid, I was in Girl Scouts, and one of the Girl Scouts' motto is about being prepared. And how often... I would go do something, whether it was, you know, hiking in Aspen and, you know, being made fun of because I had, I had a backpack 
And the people I was hiking with, there was one person who was ripping on me about, well, I bet you have this, and ooh, I bet you have that, and ooh, I bet you have this. <laughs> and one of the things that I used to get, this person used to rip me on, was I would have dental floss with me. Well, there were many reasons why I carried dental floss. Do you know that if you take several pieces of dental floss and you you weave it together, the strength of dental floss? Have you looked it up? Do you know how many pounds dental floss can actually hold? Dental floss is one of the most portable, portable tools that we can carry with us that can be used for many different things. So anyway, so we're hiking and eating strawberries of all things, and this person got a seed in between their teeth, and it was really bothering them, and asked me, hey, do you have any dental floss? And I said, no, I don't. I don't have any dental floss. And they were annoyed because they thought that I did have dental floss. They couldn't believe that I didn't have dental floss in my pack. In my first aid kit, I remember another person um, got a really awful blister and I had moleskin, right? And these little um, portable scissors. It was like a Swiss Army knife kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, I'm laughing now. At the time, it wasn't funny. At the time, I wasn't laughing. I was annoyed, if anything. And so, um, you know, yeah, after after being on the trail long enough and having them bitch and complain, I finally gave them a piece of dental floss. The point that I'm trying to make here is that if you prepare and someone around you is ripping on you because you're prepared, that's not a reflection of you. It's not a reflection of you being overly prepared. You don't own that. You don't own that criticism. That belongs to somebody else. That belongs to someone else. So, so don't take that and say, well, this is mine to figure out. No, it's actually theirs to figure out if they choose to do so. And if they don't, then you know what? Bless their heart and wish them well. <laughs> Sometimes I think about like, what are they doing today? They still ripping on people for being prepared. And at the same time, at the same time, when we hear stories of success, that success just didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. You know, what, what people see is the success. The people who are close to that person and in that person's inner circle has seen the struggle. They've seen the setbacks. They've seen the determination. They've seen the consistency. They, they see all of the things that have led up to that moment, that chance. They saw that person see the opportunity, and seize the opportunity. There's a difference between seizing an opportunity and taking an opportunity. Seizing the opportunity. How can we then, how can we then on this healing journey do the same? One way we can be prepared is by finding tools and techniques that are our predominant one that we use, meaning the one that we use most of the time, and then a couple backups that keeps us prepared for the situation where the one that usually works all the time, you know, has a fluke moment and it doesn't work. That's a way of being prepared. Another way of being prepared is I saw something yesterday 
about being alone and loneliness. Sometimes, yeah, this journey can be very lonely. It can be very lonely because maybe we don't have people physically around us. And there's something to be said about being comfortable with yourself. I can tell you one thing for my perspective. My This is my opinion and my perspective. I enjoy time by myself. I enjoy the, the quiet and, and I enjoy the calmness. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy when everybody's here and the house is like bustling and everything, right? I do. I appreciate that. At the same time, I, I value that space, that space that allows me to regroup and let go and just kind of frolic and be free. You know, at the same time, are there moments where I say, God, you know what? I, I, you know, yes, I wish I had, you know, like a larger family. And that actually just came up the other day. And I said to myself, yeah, but at the same time, there is a, there is a, there is a, because I was talking to somebody about grief and, you know, you grieve the family that you didn't have. You grieve the family that you did have because of the dysfunction and the abuse and you grieve. There's many layers of grief. Grief just isn't, it's just not, well, here it is. And then, well, you're off. No, that's not. Grief comes up, not constantly, but it does come up every once in a while where there's these awareness moments. Now, how does this relate to being prepared? Watching opportunities. Is there somebody in your life that wants to be your friend and you're blowing them off? Is there? Because maybe there's somebody in your life who wants to be your friend and you're just oblivious or maybe deliberately going, eh, well, if it's a healthy person, why not? You don't have to have everything in common, a few things in common. You know, like, for example, if I had a friend who totally dug, you know, pottery and I was into pottery, this is an example, not a real one, but I think you get the illustration. Maybe that's your pottery friend, and that's okay. Where can we utilize being prepared? So I've given a few illustrations. One is with the healing journey with tools and techniques. Another one is when we think about who's in our life that's ripping on us about the way that we are prepared. And if they tease you, you know what? The first time it's funny, after that, and you said, like, knock it off, then no, 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 and no. It's not funny anymore. There's a reason why they're doing it. Bullying, abuse, asshole, <laughs> you know, pick one. But the point of the matter is you draw the line and absolutely no. The other one is opportunities. Who in our life is bringing to us a gift that maybe we're we're pushing away for some for some reason, right? Because people are talking about how difficult it is to make friends. Be prepared to see those opportunities. So preparedness doesn't always necessarily mean, hey man, I got my toolkit, or hey, when I'm going hiking, I got, you know, yeah, I'm prepared. There are different ways of being prepared, and I've illustrated a few of those. So which one of these prepared illustrations makes sense? One of them? all of them, none of them. 
I hope something today helps with preparedness. And notice the other thing that I didn't say, so I'm going to mention it because I didn't say it, to be obsessed with being prepared. Because if we're obsessed with being prepared, then we constrict the flow of opportunity. We do. We constrict the flow of opportunity and luck. All right, so here's the affirmation for the day. I can't be lucky in life if I don't create circumstances that will allow me to prevail. I love this. I love this quote. Why? Because it talks about flow and openness and possibility. And yes, being prepared to create circumstances that allow you to prevail and be successful. All right, you guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and Beyond. You know what I'm going to say next? Oh, by the way, thank you so much. We got new followers. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Hit that subscribe button and you'll get these podcast episodes early. Um, Or share it with somebody because you never know. You never know who needs to hear this. You never know who's uh, looking for a indie. Yes, an indie grassroots podcast. We sure are. And we're heard in over 100 countries. So thank you so much. And as always, we're better together. We're stronger together. Say it with me and take what resonates and go beyond.